yo, 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 we back, man. This is a second intro for those that don't know. We had some technical difficulties, man. But, you know, that's what we do here, man. We, we fuck around and we, we try to become perfect. Um, and, yeah, man. Uh, no episode last week, but, but we're coming with a spicy one this week. We got the boy Gator back after his long vacation, man. He had a nice little trip. Tell the people about mm-hmm. the trip, man. Yeah, man, just went overseas with the family on a little cruise over to the Bahamas, Cocoa Bay. Spent some time in the sun. I was trying to wear a hat for the for the podcast, but literally my forehead is fried. So nothing I was doing. Like, literally, I can't have nothing on my forehead right now. I'm burnt, Chris. He needs that <laughs> aloe vera. Speaking of, yeah. as a person who gets burnt frequently in the fucking sun. Oh, shit, he got that bitch on deck. That's what I'm talking about. Gotta put He's it gonna on, be man. applying that shit on his forehead like it's some kind of chopstick. Yeah, man. The course of the show, but man, my, my forehead is chopped, bro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly chopped, I'd imagine. But man, he went from sailing out there on the all across the Caribbean, man, to sailing to dubs in the league. As did your boy. We're both now six and two, only a twelve point discrepancy. SAT word of the day between first and third place uh, in the league. I know, I know this is tough and it's only week eight, so there's, there's still plenty of ways to go, but definitely, definitely a very, very tight packed up top, I would say. I have no idea how it's going to end, but I'm very excited to see where it goes, man. Yeah, man, I would say, I mean, thinking about it for me, this is like the closest race that I've seen for number one spot after like any, any time of the point in the season, but now we're like practically through halfway of the season the halfway point and uh the fact that there's three people that are six and two and only 12 points separates us is actually pretty wild this shows that our teams are pretty balanced they're pretty consistent and um you know the records are what they are for a reason yeah man absolutely this is a this is the closest i've ever been in any league throughout my entire fantasy um like tenure just in general like not me to first place obviously i've done that before i'm saying like <laughs> three teams being that good is that good and like that close, like in describing it's crazy because I gave just her first L and I believe you lost to her, but you beat yeah. the shit out of me. I, and I beat you. So yeah, yeah man, so it's, it's like it's going crazy right now. I'm trying to get yeah. I to think about that. But man, going into it, man, let's just hop right into first game of the week, man. Talk talk about myself because I'm I like to get myself out the way so I can let everybody else shine, because you know. My team went, went kind of crazy. 178 points from the squad. A bunch of stellars this week. But if I had to give away my personal award, you know, I know somebody scored more points than him. But it's got to be DJ, baby. That man is... I can't yeah, believe man. I got him for 50 or 250. I don't even care that I paid fab for this man. He is everything I thought he was going to be. And then some six catches, 152, a touchdown. Just... And the Hail Mary... The Hail Mary was. The man is just talented, bro. You can see it in his route running. Whenever he has a ball in his hands, he just makes plays. Um, it's crazy to see the difference, uh, you know, a year makes with uh, with PJ Walker. Um, he he looked decent last year, but I was watching. I mean, by the way, this week football in general was outstanding to me. The best week of football by far. Um, but about PJ Walker, bro, he, he, he was like decent last year, right? When he had to step in here and there, 
But this man, this year, I don't know. I was watching this game so close. This man has a cannon, bro. Like, he zips the ball. Incredible, bro. And it's crazy to see the difference that a quarterback like that makes. Um, You see it in DJ Moore. He's getting targeted down down the field. He got, what, 11 targets? Yes. You know, heavily involved in multiple different routes. So the fact that you got this man for fab, I've always believed in DJ Moore's talent. And if you showcase him, he's going to show out. I've had him a couple times. I've had a few shares of him. Definitely showed out. I think, yeah, like you said, getting him for Fab was ridiculous. But that's definitely my my biggest star for me. Waddle went off too, but those are that's the guy I'm giving my my seller of the week to. And my seller of the week is honestly, I don't want to really say. It. I mean, Daniel Jones, but I'm starting him because Jameis is out, so I'm not really. Yeah, I mean, you didn't really have a seller. Uh... I mean, Daniel Jones, get, get anytime, I mean, quarterback getting you 10, 11 points isn't really, it, it's tough, you know, but at the same time, you know, this is like what your QB3. Um, Andrew's got hurt. Um, I do want to point out ETN, man. I've been low on ETN all season. Um, I, still think James Robinson, I still think James Robinson is good, but this is the first game that I've seen where ETN has looked like a, like a stud, like, like undeniable, you can't talk him down no more. Um, this is one of the the few London games that I got up for early, and I watched from beginning to end. So I saw the, how this man went into work. He they used him everything in screens and the halfback draws, ISO inside runs. Like he he did it all. He did it all, and he looked explosive. He looked like he could read the tackles. So um, if there's anybody out there like me. Undeniable, bro. ETN yeah. is a stud. I want to say, it might sound crazy. I don't think he's obviously there yet, but I think the way he plays football specifically and he runs reminds me of of uh, Jamal Charles back in the day. Just like the way he mm-hmm. cuts and like powers through cuts. He's very, obviously, he's, he's if he ever becomes Jamal Charles, that's the best compliment he can get because Jamal Charles for like three years was the running back in the league when it came yeah. to this. But he, he definitely has the breakaway speed, I think, is very evident. And then on the other side, man, I played I played Shladank, man, Hunter. He came on the on the, you know, the pod this week again, but just absolute sell job by his Raiders Vegas stack. Yeah. He was talking shit to me ever since the trade. Talking about oh, because you weren't here, talk about I got the better end of the trade. I got Devontae Adams and Gerald Everett. Ha ha ha. Mark Andrews sucks. Mark Andrews got hurt in the first quarter and outscored both of those guys and Devontae Adams fucking quarterback. And it was probably his second worst week of the fucking season. Um, no, it's just unfortunate, man. That game, uh, ugly. It was the Camara show. Horrendous, yeah. Camara Camara showed out that game. And and honestly, he, he, I thought the rest of his team was pretty decent for the most part. Obviously, most are pretty decent. AJ Brown is getting a, Jesus a random drug test all of a sudden from Goodell. You know? Have you seen the way that man's built? They should have been. Yo, hey man, I just love that he got more and more disrespectful after each touchdown. <laughs> like, Bro, oh, that, after the third touchdown where he said, "You, you." Y'all so bitches, y'all. He literally pointed at them, bro. He sunned them motherfuckers, dog. 
That shit was fucking savage. I loved it though. I love when players are like that. He's I'm I'm thinking he's gonna get a little fine for that because we've seen fines for less, but the NFL man, let let these people celebrate, bro. Speaking of DJ Moore, bro, oh, that was come ridiculous. on. Are you joking? Are you ridiculous. joking? They should have oh, won the game. Because I don't think that should have been a uh Yeah, for those of y'all that didn't watch it after the Hail Mary. <laughs> DJ Moore pretty much did what Stefan Diggs over in Minnesota threw his helmet off, walked around the field, but he was off the field when he did this and they gave him a flag and they ended up having to kick a 48 yard point after touchdown, 48 yard PAT bricked it. They go into overtime and then they lose in overtime after another break after another miss. So they get a pick, yeah. they run it down to the other side of the field. They're just running the ball so that they don't fumble it. They kick it. Like, I think it was like a 34-yarder or something. He like missed the field goal. Still. Something like that. So, Not it long was, enough for you to miss. Exactly. Especially after missing a PAT. Exactly. Um, you know? So it's a chance for redemption, and he did not redeem himself, bro. And then they end up losing. I saw on That take, is unfortunate. Talk, talking yeah. about that shit. Talking about the kicker. Whose fault is it? The kicker or DJ Moore? And it wasn't, uh, I think it was actually, um, not first. Like the one with, with Shannon saw, Sharp, he was like, I don't give a fuck, Skip. <laughs> yeah, right. Bro, I saw, like, I saw a tweet that said, uh, for me to catch a Hail Mary over two guys. I love Shannon Sharp, man. He's playing great. What was the, I saw a tweet that said, uh, DJ Moore purposely throwing off the helmet and getting that flag was next level thinking so they can still get Stroud in the next trap. <laughs> 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 That was hilarious. Talk about selling though. I think Hunter sold himself. He's the one who's been hyping up Dante Foreman. He comes on here every show, talks about how, oh, he's supposed to be the next guy. He goes over a hundred. Then why don't you start him? 32 points Atlanta. on your bench. And instead you start David Montgomery. I've literally for, for weeks, people can attest to me trying to tell that Khalil Herbert is just point blank period better at everything there is nothing montgomery does that i'm like he's better than herbert at literally zero things on the field and they're finally mm -hmm. realizing and it's 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 been time that you bench this man but like now it's like i'm sorry i'm i'm not starting any running back against dallas that's to me to me that's a bit of a hot thing but it's foreman i the lead role there's no hubbard exactly. and they're playing the falcons Exactly. Falcons, bro. I would have definitely started him over Montgomery against Dallas. Um, Dallas's defense, we've we've talked about it before. They've been really, really good um this year. Um, I would have even started him. I mean, uh, let me not get carried away because the Dolphins were playing Detroit. The, the Lions. Yeah, I'm not mad at that start. He dropped seven points, but it was yeah, good. yeah. But I definitely would have started him over Montgomery. Uh, just because Chuba was out. And they're playing the Falcons. Like that that is a matchup you're looking for. Yeah, before moving on, just want to touch on Greg Dolchich. My guy. Been Your told you to pick him up before he was even fucking right. Boy, yeah. Uh, Russell, he found his boy. He found the guy. He looks really good out there. Yeah. Moving on, man. Let you talk about your studs, man. Your stellars, man. Oof, oof, man. Damn. Uh, this had me sweating, bro. And I actually feel bad because uh, I I was facing Tony and I had Camaro. Going up, going absolutely insane this week. And he didn't have the man I traded him for. I gave him Clyde. Unfortunately, he was on by. Fortunately for me, 
But yeah, I mean, Romero went insane. D Hop, bro, Duke Nukem, bro, he is going crazy. Um, I'm so excited about the right. work that Hopkins is putting in. Uh, it was <laughs> Yo, man. Um, Russell Wilson. I mean, I'm still waiting for him to to pick it up. You know, that's my my QB two. Mac Jones almost sold me. Henderson almost sold me. Um, you know, I had I kind of got hit with a, a few a lot of buys this week. So I'm fortunate enough that I came out with the win the way I did. Sunyan was a spot a spot start for me, and he did just enough for me to squeeze out a win. Yep. Um. You know, I don't think I really had any sellers besides Henderson. Um, but, you know, like I said, I didn't really have many options. Um, on Tony's side, bro, Tony Tony gave me a run for my money, man. Like I was saying, Derrick Henry doing nice. Derrick Henry things, man. Um, Brady ended up saving his, his game, his fantasy week. Um, Sutton, I keep telling you guys, I keep telling you guys from, from draft day, Sutton has not shown me anything that tells me he is that guy. He doesn't have the chemistry. He doesn't have the separation. And he's, he dropped a couple passes this game that he yeah. should have caught. He dropped so, probably what should have been like a 50-yard tutty or something like that. Yeah, right? man. Like game. He had nobody near him. You're talking about that slant, that yes. inside slant. That there was yeah. nobody near him. Yep. He could have probably ran it upfield. I think they were like at the 30 or the 40. Yeah. He might have had a touchdown. He might have had a touchdown because the uh, – I think they were running a, a cover two, and they ran out routes on the outside, and that whole middle was open. He was by himself. They cleared it um, up for him, and he dropped. Yeah, it. Uh, Walker's had a late touchdown run. He was having a pretty bad day, but that touchdown run, besides the fact that it would save his day, it was stellar. Like he broke like three three tackles and hit the outside. He was good. Did you see what DK Metcalf did on that on that touchdown run? On the touchdown run? Yeah. Uh, what? It was Which literally part? insane. He ran a release route. He was playing X all the way on the left, and the, the Kenneth Walker ended up coming back. But he was faking like he was running a go, and he ran a slant, and then he went ran a go, and he faked like the ball was in the air. And the corner was just biting all over it. Oh, so he couldn't no. turn around, and Kenneth Walker had to walk in. If not, he had to beat the corner. I no, I didn't catch that. I just saw I was like stuck on, on Walker because I, I thought that play was dead. Kenneth Walker literally he's, he's a did a juke, bo- broke two tackles, and then almost dragged the defender into the end zone, bro. Like that. I, the I, more tackles he broke, I, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa! Like he he looks like the real deal, man. I'm okay. happy. I'm happy for. I'm really happy for him. He looks really good. Zach Ertz staying involved in the important the important plays. You know, he moves the sticks for that team. Got he gets red zone looks. Um, Clearly, to me, he's a clear tight end three on the year. You know, Taysom Hill without forty point performance would be nowhere real Ooh. relevant to him. Ertz tight end um, three. I mean, I don't despise it because tight end. In, in of, terms of production, no, no, yeah, tight end's kind of dry, so I don't really hate it. I think he's is he actually tight end three? That's kind of crazy. I, I think he's yeah. a tight end well, PPR, three. Yeah. He is tight end three, which makes sense. No, and in half PPR as well because I have him in half PPR oh. scoring as well. Yeah, I He's don't, I don't hate it at all. I, it's kind of crazy that we've came that far. He was somebody I was fading early in drafts because of his injuries coming into the... He just shut me the fuck up, so... Shout out, shout <laughs> out Zach Ertz. Yeah, and then you have Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill and Waddle are a problem, bro. They're literally a cheat code. And you know what was funny? We, uh, we were, I, I was streaming the, the games over on the, on the Discord, and I was watching with friends again. And we were literally, right before we said it, we were like, bro, like the Dolphins are out there playing Madden, dog. 
Like literally, you literally play Madden, and then <laughs> the, the the announcers are literally saying, "Oh, the Dolphins are playing a video game out here, bro!" Like, yeah, literally, bro. It's insane what they're doing out there. They have, I think, sixteen hundred uh, yards between the two of them. Yep. Which is more than a lot than some teams, bro. So I, it, I think it was better than seven teams to start the week. So, I imagine it's more than that now, and I can guarantee you one of those is the fucking Ravens. And I don't see it changing. I don't see it slowing no. down, man. They just they demand so much attention and space from each other that if one is covered, the other one's open. That's just the way it's gonna go, man. You know, I actually want to talk about this here because obviously it you know it doesn't really have to do with fantasy, but it references your team. How do you feel, and just in terms of fantasy outlook, I've seen a lot of Kareem Hunt to the Dolphins. How would you feel as a Dolphins fan adding Kareem Hunt? And just in fantasy-wise, what would that hypothetically do for... Obviously, I think Mostert would take a huge drop in production, but for just... Do you think Kareem Hunt yeah. is automatically RB1-ish, RB2-ish? Yeah. Yeah, I think he becomes a top eight back. I agree. Um, he is right there with you. A true three down back. He can do it. He he's an excellent blocker, excellent receiving back, and he knows how to run. And he knows how to hit the gaps. He um the only concern would be like the targets. Would he get the targets? Because man, Tua is funneling Hill and Waddle, you know, and he's gonna get the dump offs uh, and and I mean I'm sure he'll get some design plays. Uh, I remember last year with Gaskin. Yeah, last year with Gaskin, I mean, they, they had Gaskin pretty well involved in the passing game. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it would just be my concern because last year we didn't have Hill, and they're, they're, it would just be just another mouth to feed, another – I mean, it would just – his floor can't be that low. You know, he, he's going to be in a lot of scoring and positive game scripts. So, um, I'm right definitely – I'm excited. Yeah, I, I would really love it because I have Hunt and I am dying for him to get traded, especially to the Dolphins. I think that's the perfect team. And I, oh, yeah, the thing I, is, I don't like what we would have to give up for him because oh, it's gonna, it's on a, it's a running back. He's on a year run. I think they wanted a fourth, a fourth round there. Supposedly, but they're not gonna get a fourth. You know, when they say that, that means they're probably aiming for a fifth. Yeah, it is what it is. Moving on, though, man. Um, talking about a guy that got traded for way more than a fourth round pick and he's a running back but this man is just i think he's just different i think that's the way to describe it we have eli and just just you know he was six and one coming into the week and mccaffrey i personally think single-handedly him between him and tua just took this game over for eli and just first player since 2005 to throw a passing touchdown rush for a touchdown, and catch a touchdown since LaDainian Tomlinson. I know if you know, everybody should know who the fuck LaDainian Tomlinson is. He was literally the RB1 for years on years. He, he was the original fantasy cheat code, man. He was the original CMC, essentially, is what we're trying to get at. Yeah. But just crazy, man. Just a crazy, crazy performance. Um, that, Those are really his biggest studs, um, or stellars is, you know, those two guys. Uh, his seller, dare I say, um, I don't know why he's starting Robert Woods. We've talked about his depth. Yeah. But uh, Jonathan Taylor, man, um, doesn't doesn't seem to be that guy. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah, man. <laughs> but that is literally very unfortunate. And for, for Jess, she almost had a crazy comeback because Nick Chubb was doing what Nick Chubb does. Yeah, Nick Chubb was having himself a game, man. 
And Boyd, Boyd caught a touchdown late as well. Yeah, that, I actually won one of my leagues by point by one point two points because T Higgins didn't catch anything else. I'm so glad. <laughs> but uh, yeah. in terms of Stellars, I think I think Stevenson and and Chubb are and I mean Cooper Cup. I'm not really I'm not here to talk about 23 points from Cooper Cup. He does this every. Yeah, that's expected. It's that's expected. expected. But we I, should um maybe touch on the injury a little bit. He did get hurt at the end yes. of the game. Um, but he also walked off the, the field on his own, you know, after the game was actually done. Um, he walked off the field. He was limping a little bit, but um, I think he'll be okay. I don't, it didn't, didn't look too bad. It maybe just got rolled up a little bit. Um, but just the fact he was able to walk off the field was was yeah, huge. Sprained ankle, most likely. Uh, yeah. Some issues, uh, some tissue swelling. Uh, I do want to talk about it real quick because... I've felt this way personally since the beginning of the season, and I've actually had arguments with Hunter over Damian Harrison and Stevenson. I think it's no contest who's better. I think it's Rashad Stevenson by a mile and a half. Rashad Stevenson, sorry. And I just think he's a more complete guy, and he has the most upside in that offense. And I love to see him, you know, eight targets, 72 yards. Love to see that. I think that's... The rushing is whatever, honestly. It's kind of expected. That's what separates them from that, Harris exactly. the receiving work. Exactly. That's exactly how I feel. And I'm, I mean, shit, the Patriots gave him the full workload for two weeks. And when Damian Harris came back, they're like, nope, this is the guy who makes our team better. And he's proven him because, you know, he's been. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you want to give your thoughts on Jacobs real quick? I know you've been trying to get him. He came back down to earth. Man, that entire offense came back down to earth. They're not even back down to earth. They wanted to like, they I don't they they drowned this week. They didn't even get outside. I don't even know how to describe <laughs> it. They were awful. Um, they buy Jacobs. That's the best thing I can tell people. So you're I, saying buy Jacobs right 100%, now? Hundred percent, a hundred percent. If people because you, there's certain stigmas that come with certain players, and some people are like Jacobs owners, and I know this this will be the case, and they're just waiting for him to suck. Because they don't believe in him. Even though he's going off, they don't fully believe in him because that was the the preseason agenda was not to believe in this guy. But his his touches have been there every week. This week, the touches, they were down, and he still had 12 touches, four targets. He likes to see that. Again, Derek Carr didn't even get three fantasy points today. So how much do you expect this running back to get? So he's like I'm I'm looking at his his game log right now. He's kind of looking like because I'm noticing a trend here. The games that they're up. He exactly. gets, he is, so do you think he's maybe game script, like, dependent? Also want to state that the games that they've, that they've struggled as a team, he hasn't looked good. So it's not just, so yeah, like you said, maybe, maybe it is, uh, I don't want to say he's game script because I do like, and I love his, a couple of his, you know. Some of his matchups, New England. And it's weird because in the games that they're winning, he's still like he's more involved in the receiving work, right? But then it goes it goes down a little bit when they're losing. So is that it it does it kind of doesn't really make sense because you would think that he would get more receiving work when they're down. But it it, it looks like they just opt to go to one yeah. of the other running for whatever reason when he's clearly better at both of you know, I he's one of the players I believe in. Um, coming out of I, I'm lower on him now than when he came out just because he in the past years he hasn't really shown me much to like believe in I would hope I would have hoped he made a bigger leap he's also crazy. had injury issues it's crazy that but, you say that because most people agree with you 
And again, I'm not here to disagree with you because I, I, he has disappointed, but he's been RB8 and 11 the last two years. And that's disappointing, which is crazy, which is absolutely crazy to me. And yeah, like, that's pretty crazy. So, and he's been, you know, like you said, he has been disappointing to some people, but even then, has he been disappointing where you took him or has he just been a disappointing fantasy player? He's probably been disappointing that's, in that. That's a very round. fair point. Cause you're pretty much getting him, you know, four, fifth, six rounds the last two or three years. I think two years ago, I think was the first year somebody took him like in the second round. But eighth round pick. Yeah, his second just, year when they were expecting uh, exactly, the, uh, the second year leap. Yeah, yep, that was the year. That might be why people still have a sour taste in their mouth. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I personally wouldn't buy it. But if you're someone like Saucy over here, uh, it'd be a good chance to buy low because some people might have thought, might be thinking, oh man, maybe the window to sell him high has closed. Yeah, I definitely make a call or two about them. Um, somebody that we need to make a call to is Swift. 0 and 8. We might come out with a remix for his uh, legendary stand verse. I think I'm going to try to oh, follow man. it up with some. Hey, little Joseph, don't you cry. <laughs> Let me just stop. Everything's going to be all right. <laughs> Yo, man, 0 and 8. I've never <laughs> seen I've never seen this man down this bad. And... um. Bro, Bateman, that hurts. I told and, him. And Willis. He asked me. He always asked me for the Ravens players, who to start, this and that. And I told him to bench Gus Edwards because he was coming off a short week. And I don't think we were going to fully trust him because we played Sunday and then we played Thursday. So I was right on that. I did tell him, start Bateman this week because we're going to pass. And Bateman gets hurt first quarter. So fucking unfortunate. But somebody that I told him, that sucked, and you see his name right here. They're not sucked, but like he's not fantasy ready. He is not fantasy ready. Is Malik Willis, and that's his biggest yeah. seller. Is himself trusting Malik Willis over somebody like Matthew Stafford? I don't care about his rushing upside. This is this is the, his situation isn't really that much different than the Justin Fields situation, and we don't start Fields. He has no receivers to throw to. Well, he starts fields. <laughs> yeah, but he shouldn't though. He should not should not be starting. Yeah, starting just... starting Willis over Stafford is is wild to me. Well, at least Stafford, you have a solid floor, and I agree with you. He's he's not ready. Like starting Stafford over or not starting Stafford, you know, in favor of Willis is just wild to me. Like Stafford, at least gives you a solid floor of like fifteen points. Yeah. This is, you know, when you're trying to get your first win, you have to have a solid balance between floor and ceiling. Yep. And right now, I mean, obviously you you put in Cook, you put in Swift. You're not expecting Swift to be off the report and only get, what, 11 touches? And he did get vultured a couple times by, by Jamal Williams, you know. but yeah, Still finished with 14 points, which is crazy because I felt like he was never on the field that game. He wasn't. He wasn't. He really wasn't. Let me see. Uh, he had 55% snap share. Yeah, that felt crazy high. I'm not going to lie. I think most of that was at the at the beginning of the game, too, when they were trying to see how he was feeling. Uh, Gabe, Gabe Davis, he's pretty much boomer buzz. He's like another Mike Williams to me right now, man. I think I think that's exactly what he is. I think Mike Williams is probably like literally the perfect comp. 
for him. I think their ceilings are just about the same, and I think their floors are just about the same. Um, honestly, um, somebody uh, and this is this is after like because he had pretty decent weeks, like you said, Dalvin, CD, his defense giving him sixteen. You typically win those, but on the other side, man, Tony Pollard, just showing why he's that fucking guy. Have yourself a day, Tony Pollard. <laughs> Thirty-one on the ground. One catch for 16 yards, which, you know, isn't a lot. So, you know, typically you probably expect one. But three, he, 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 he went in there not once, not twice, but three times he found the pay dirt, man. Crazy, crazy, crazy game. Yeah, 33. Man, he had the hat trick. No, I mean, I fully believe. And it's crazy because I think if Tony Pollard is hurt, I don't think Zeke does this good. But I think if Zeke is hurt, I think Tony Pollard is automatically RB1. Like, you know, yeah. So Zeke is really good in between the tackles and getting those short yardage uh, yeah, goal line. I, I I still think he's better than Tony Pollard for the goal line. You know, those yes. five-yard runs, he's, Zeke is going to get those for you. We saw that last week with the Lions, you know. Tony Pollard got stuffed three times in a row, and then Zeke went in there and busted through for the line. Um, but Pollard has that home run potential, which Zeke, unfortunately, doesn't have anymore. Um, I think... Do you think when um, they have a bye week, I think they sat Zeke will, like willingly this week because they have a bye week. They want him to be healthy for the second half of the season. Do you think when he comes back, we're still seeing the same timeshare? It's going to go right back to what it used to be. I, did you see yeah, what Jerry Jones Yeah, I think said? so. I mean, he's Jerry Jones has Zeke's back, man. That's, he pays this is Zeke's he has season. to have his back. He, just, yeah. he, he threw money at Zeke. I mean, at the time, rightfully so, I guess. You know, shout out Zeke for getting his bag and all that. But running backs, I think, think people should notice man running backs are expendable man your running yeah. back he, yes he can add a ceiling but it really the baseline for your running back is how good your o-line is and your play you know your your play caller creating you know areas for them to to thrive in thinking of thriving man Stefan Diggs thrives every week but Kyler Murray finally decided to put the cod critics to rest <laughs> I've never been more happy for this man Call of Duty dropped, and he dropped. I think this was actually his best game of the season. His second best game of the season. I apologize, Mr. Murray. Um, Just 326, three touchdowns, 36 yards on the ground. Just had himself his best game all year on the COD weekend drop, man. I think he had a, a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, he, he performed pretty well. Um, He did have two picks that were very unfortunate, but... They needed him to throw, uh, like we said it before D-Hop came back. He just makes this offense click. You know, they move, they're on the field more. Kyler has more confidence. He does, he trusts this man blindly. You see him throw these, these, um, these routes. He pre, he like, uh, pre-fires them. Yeah. Yeah. He's on the same page with, with. With uh with D Hop, bro, and it's it shows the whole team just has a their offense is just they just need to win good. though, man. They, this they, team never wins. Their defense, them. their defenses, and we said it last week with uh with the Saints. If it wasn't for their defense getting a couple of very easy defensive scores, because Dalton just said, "Hey, look, here's the ball," and you know, a free lane to. That would have the Saints had more points than them. It would have been, I think, say it was thirty-one to forty-two. I think the the, the final score or something yeah, like that. Something like they would have. It would have been 42. thirty-one. Yeah, it would have. They they would have still won. You know, they needed two defensive scores to win. 
I want to um, see this team back with with uh, Hollywood. I think when Hollywood comes back, if he comes back, hopefully he does. Not just yeah. for my sake. I think he's going to just take this offense. Or hypothetically, he should take this offense to another level. And I just want to see him out there with Hopkins because I want to. I basically want like the owner to realize that Kingsbury's kind of dog shit, and he needs to get yeah. the fuck out of there because I've been dying yeah. for that man to leave. Kingsbury has to be on the hot seat, man, because they they are not. They're not performing well, man. They're not performing well for what we expect them to be. I know D Hop just got back, but it's still, still like, yeah, they they should not be. They've only had one game where they've been playing with the lead. You know, I think all their games have been losing most of them, and they've had to play from behind. Um, I saw you brought him up. I was literally about to ask you about this, man. What do you think? Oof, man. I actually I wanted to bring him up because Brian Robinson only had like eight for twenty, and I feel about him. Uh, so uh, I think people were pretty low on him, especially at the beginning of the year before the draft. And then obviously after he, the he was dropped in one of my leagues. He was dropped in one of my leagues. I don't think he's a drop worthy candidate. And I'll explain to you why. Um, clearly, very clearly, he is the pass catcher. McKissick is slowly getting faded out. And I don't care by his. I know McKissick was in there at the end of the game when they needed whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, Gibson is. He's he's always been an explosive player, even dating back to his days in Memphis. He was a, a running back slash wide receiver. He was actually more receiver than running back. And yeah. when he got to the NFL, they moved him to running back because he's 6'2", mm-hmm. 220. And he just happens to be able to do that. Not exactly his strength, but not exactly a weakness. So I do like the way that they're utilizing him. Obviously, the last two weeks, he's getting a, a little bit of a boost because of the touchdowns he scored. I don't expect a touchdown every week, but I do expect, you know, nine-ish points in fantasy uh, in PPR formats from him. And you he never know when floor. he can score one. So He does have a good floor. Um, I think they were trying to force Brian Robinson in there. I, f- I, know, I love the story. I love, you know, the, the comeback story of Robinson, but I, I am not, I'm just not seeing it, man. I'm sorry. He's not, he's not seeing it. They're blocking for him. They're making holes for him, and he's not running through them. Every time he runs, he gets to the line of scrimmage. I see him kind of lost and, and trying to find a hole that, and, and he just keeps running into his own lineman. Um, I think that's why it's opening up the door for for Gibson. Um, I don't know. It, Brian Robinson just looks really inefficient whenever they have him out out there, and you know they, they can give him a bunch of touches, but I don't. I I just don't see him doing anything with them. I think Robinson is literally the definition of touchdown or bust every single week. He has no receiving upside. He has two guys over him in the receiving department. He's not really been efficient. I think part of that is him, but also part of that is his offensive line's kind of dog shit, to be real with you. They're really bad sometimes um, because no running back's been able to cook with them. So it's just, um, basically, I'm still, uh, I'd, rest of the season, who are you taking, Gibson or, or Robinson? I'm taking Gibson, man. Um, I agree. I think, I think he that has- might be a hot take for some people, too. Yeah, I'm taking Gibson, and I think um, I'm just thinking back to to the game that you know when they brought Robinson back, where they gave him what was it like twenty something touches? Yeah, they look they gave him twenty attempts against Green Bay, and the the week before that, seventeen. What did he do with them? Like he's actually against Green Bay, it was pretty good, but you know he got two receptions as well. He got ten points. Um, he got a touchdown against Chicago, but I don't know. It just doesn't. He 
the the eye test, he's not passing it for me. I, I agree. Um, he looks kind of slow. He looks slow. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he doesn't look explosive. Um, he's he's just huge. He's he's a big dude. He doesn't like it's saying here that he's six one and you know Antonio Gibson six two. He looks about six four on field with pads on. Like he looks like about a big guy. Yeah, he, he looks big, man. Big but yeah, man, maybe he put on weight during the rehab process. I don't know what it is, man. But I think what's I'm big, just not seeing it. A big big sign for me this game is they were. It was a close game, right? Seventeen sixteen. Yeah. And McKissick had 36% of the snaps, as did Gibson, and Robinson had 25. I think that's my biggest takeaway from that. With a close mm-hmm. game, you'd expect more Robinson, close it out, close it out, and that was not the case. So that's kind of why I'm definitely way more on team Gibson. Than, Gibson. Yeah. I would say this offense, I feel like the offense has more fluidity to it with Haneke. Um, behind oh, center, man. we were saying um, though. I know we 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 were on Haneke, but um, people are gonna start. They're gonna remember the the huge games that this team had uh, to start out the season with Carson Wentz. But I think the team overall just looks better with Haneke. Like the offense, yeah, they, they trust their players. McLaurin, my boy F one, that's my guy. Did you see the catch he made to to win the game? And he was hype. He was Bro. super hype. He oh, sunned that man. Fucking ball, bro. He sunned that man. Yeah, bro. Like, That's what I like. I like. He has the trust in him, and um, Haneke extends plays. Like he made winning plays. He made like a handful of winning plays this game. That won, and they won the game. They deserved it. To be honest. Um, yeah, this is the. I was I was rooting for them. I found myself rooting for them when I was watching this game because oh, heck yeah. he's a dog. He got that dog in him, bro. He might not have all the talent in the world, but. He wants I, to win, man. And people rally, yeah. It feels like people rally behind him all the time. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah he's, definitely, uh, he's definitely boosts the, the morale of this team. Here we have Solid and Flex. They were both, um, one was three and four, one was four and three. So this could have been a very big week for Solid. But he just fell, fell just short and not at all with any fault to Jalen Hurts. I think he also got very, very lucky with Jamal Williams being a start for him this week. Because with Swift coming back, he still had two touchdowns. And Jacoby Myers, man, 21 points, 9 catches, 60 yards, nothing crazy, but he got a tutty. Um, <laughs> a couple of decent performances, but Tyler Higby really, really cost him this week. Yeah. Solid keeps doing these double tight end plays, huh? He just, he's in love with it, man, and, you know. Trying to take advantage of the tight end premium, but it, I think both of the times that we've seen him do it, it hasn't worked out in his favor. He needs, uh, I don't know, man. First of all, this is just a pro tip. Don't start tight ends against Fred Warner. Don't do it. He's literally so freaking good. Like, even the the Chiefs game, I know the Chiefs went crazy on San Fran. Um, Wasn't that the game where where Kelsey had four touchdowns? Yeah. He had 25 yards, though. But that's Kelsey. (laughs) But you get what I'm saying, though. It's Kelsey, yes, but he only had 25 yards, so you're really depending on this touchdown. Like, I don't know. I'm just not... Uh, between Warner and, and that Greenlaw guy, I got to give him his props. I've seen plenty of San Fran games. Those two guys can cover. They can cover the fuck out of the middle of the field. So I am not starting tight ends against mm-hmm. them. I'm trying my best not to. Um, But yeah. honestly, he, he lost the game. I don't even... The person I would have started, honestly, would have been Kareem Hunt, and I don't think he would have made the difference. Yeah. So 
I would have started hunt to uh, Kareem Hunt was at an eight point difference there. Seven points. So it seven, wait, points. seven point. Ooh, wait, wait a second. Seven point three is what he lost by. Oh, it was a six point. Um, six point eight. Mm. Personally, I would have started Gordon. I had to start Gordon in a in a league, and they That's ever awesome. since that game where Gordon was kind of phased out. Um. Nothing but good things that come out of them. He sat down with the coach. They got on the same page. They had a good talk. They they told him. They reassured him. He had the starting role. Um, and I was in a tight spot in my other league where you know Zeke was out. Um, I had other you know like I'll say you're not. I had to start like between Brian Robinson, Zeke. Uh, let me pull it up real quick. And I ended up starting Melvin Gordon and Brian Robinson. Um, I I squeezed I out a win over you. there. Rest of season, Melvin or. Latavius. Oof. Uh, I think I think we're gonna see the same thing. I think they have a design with their running backs over there. They were doing it with Javante and Melvin Gordon. Um, Latavius Murray, man, I think he's gonna get those goal line touches. But Melvin Gordon is also gonna get sprinkled in there. I think Melvin Gordon is also the better receiving back. Yeah, they keep using him, so he does have some some kind of a PPR floor. Um. It's tough because I think either one of them can get in the in the red zone. Uh, Melvin Gordon has shown that he still has juice, so I think that's that's really a toss up for me. I don't really lean either yeah. way. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm I'm, I'm hearing you. I, I agree the same way. I personally think I'm not starting any one of those guys. I will unless you're in a them. tight spot. Yeah, I will yeah. roster them and just continue to wait and see. But I think this is going to be a wait and see, and nothing's going to happen because I don't think this offense is good enough to support. Yeah, one elite running back, let alone two average ones. At least right now, you know, maybe the bye week will help them. Yeah, um, figure some shit out because that offense. Is but good. I mean, they're gonna be on bye, and next week we have six teams on bye. So next week might have been one of those weeks that you were you would have had to do a spot start with one of these players, but they're not even gonna be available. So yeah, um, gonna right have to look there. elsewhere. Right there with you, and for flex, man, shout out to flex for winning this week. Um, just. Team was good all around. All around good starts, man. All around good starts. I don't see anybody that sold them. Christian Kirk, I mean, Christian Kirk, you can't expect what he was producing to start the season for the rest of the season. You know, that's not what you drafted him for. Glad I um, traded Waddle draft- for him. You're insane if you oh, would have done so that. He, was, uh, he, wanted, he wanted that trade. I said, uh, I don't yeah. like Christian Kirk that bad, buddy. Yeah, but uh, Kyle Pitts, man. Let's talk about Kyle Pitts. Finally. And I know why it happened, too. It's crazy. I know why, because I benched him in my other two, league. I mean, two weeks in a row, he's been uh, pretty involved, man. Yeah, I mean, three catches for nine yards. Right, three. <laughs> 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 nah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about the week before he got a touchdown. Um, but uh, uh, no, this this week, um, man, they threw him the ball. Can I just say the Falcons? The offense is really good. They know how to. They have. They don't have any like major talents outside of Pitts, but they know how to use their players. I think they're like top three in red zone efficiency for touchdowns as well. They have like two battering Rams at running back, bro. It's terrifying. It's Probably crazy. Out here are like two thirty each, which is crazy. I just, I just I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. Like they're putting up these players are fantasy relevant and. It, they're, they're putting up points every week somehow. I don't know how they're doing it, but they're doing it. <laughs> I, I want to say something. I 
this might make it into the next episode, but I think Tyler Algier is a must-start this week. With six teams the, on by the, the, play the Chargers defense, who's been disappointing. Mm-hmm. And I'll say yeah. that not just because of that, but he's he's your leading snap uh, percentage guy. And he was their receiving back for the first time all year. He had like three catches for uh, 46 yards and a touchdown, and he looked good on those catches. So I think they're going to start incorporating that just a little bit more. And I think he is a must-start this week, man. Just a little yeah, side track on him. Is, but. is CPAT is CPAT coming back this week? No, or? he's not. He's not supposed to. He's still on IR. Okay. That's now, the week once CPAT is back, scrap all those fucking running backs. <laughs> yeah. It's season. But for yeah. Pitts, did you see that swing pass? There was like an orbit route. They threw him a swing pass and just skis, 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 yeah. 25 yeah. yards. And you're like, wow, this guy's that good. And then tight end doing that. He moves. He just, bro, he moves so crazy. He moves so crazy. Like, he moves. I miss watching this man out Florida, bro. He was Jesus. so good. Oh, my goodness. Please, Atlanta, stop winning games. Listen to me. Hank for Mr. Stroud. Hank for one of these fucking quarterbacks. And get this man some fucking help. Because when Calvin Ridley comes back with these tandem, this trio of running backs with Pitts, London, this is going to be a formidable offense if you have a fucking decent fucking QB. Do you think they're going to take Ridley back? I think they might, Bro, they, they might they, try to shop him. I mean, even if they shop him and they add a receiver. I'm sure they'll get a return. A they're going to get a return for that. You yeah. don't think this, the, the way this team's running the ball, you don't think this team is a quarterback away? From like yeah, I mean, they drafted a quarterback, but they drafted a quarterback, but they're not they playing him yet. Him. It's uh, speaking of speaking of the, the receivers, Drake London started off hot. And um, I, I, I think one of the previous teams that we were looking at had him. Yeah, but we didn't really talk. We didn't touch on him. Um, Drake London started off hot, and he's kind of just fizzled out. What are we thinking there? Um, stay away. They don't pass. Stay away. They don't pass enough. As much as I, I love Drake London, but I was trying to sell him high in the league that I had him, but I I just couldn't because nobody. I guess nobody believed along with me. Uh, it's not believing in him. It's believing in the team to throw him the ball. Very similar to the Kyle Pitt situation. The quarterback and the the scheme isn't meant for him to succeed. Like he, mm. he'll have a good game because he is six four. Yeah, game here and there, yeah. Elite, especially even the did you see the catch that he didn't catch? It was still crazy. The fact that he like the way he yeah. looks going up for the ball is like fifty fifties or seventy thirty with him. <laughs> and yeah, so that's that's what I'm but for fantasy purposes... And now you're just benching him until you see some more consistency? I, I guess maybe this week i uh, consider starting him with all these people on buys, but even then I would probably look elsewhere. Yeah. Rounding off your Flex's team is, I think, something pretty... Just He didn't really have any, any stellars or any sellers. And he was just all around balance. He is balance attack right here. 